Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And just like that, Post show recaps had an and just like that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, it's Josh Wiggler. I'm here with Emily Fox. Hi Emily. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking of how I would do the introduction for this podcast. And just that... like that, you did it. Yeah. Uh, and just like that, Wig was live. Um, oh my god. We are talking about the first two episodes of the Sex and the City revival on HBO Max, having just debuted December 9th, twenty twenty one. Emily Fox and I recording from opposite coasts at the moment. How's it That's in right. New York right now? Holding it, it down? It's dreary and like sixty seven degrees, and I don't yeah. understand what's going on. I'm like uh I'm like a Sex in the City the movie the first one Samantha Jones calling in from California <laughs> not a Samantha Jones from and just like that calling in from London or ignoring your calls from London Yee. as it were yeah uh, as we are uh, we're going to talk about the first two episodes of and just like that this is kind of an unannounced podcast emily um, yeah i know um it's the podcast no one asked for sort of like and just like that <laughs> <laughs> it sort of is uh nobody really asked for this but if you've ever heard emily and i on a podcast together chances are decent that somewhere along the way you and I were like, we're going to do when Sex and the City comes back. We're going to talk about it. We're warning you. It's not an empty promise. It's not an empty <laughs> threat. And so we we did like over the course of many podcasts together preview the eventuality that was you and I talking about the Sex and the City universe. Uh, and the time has finally arrived. I don't know that this is going to be a regular occurrence. <laughs> this may just be the one time, but I do feel like Things have happened in the Sex in the City universe, and you and I have thoughts on them, and we would like to uh, to make those remarks on the record, Miss Fox. Yes, yeah. Uh, it depends on how cringeworthy the rest of the episodes are, I think. But for at least the get go, I think it it's only fair we uh, we talk about this. <laughs> uh, it was it was very cringeworthy. It was a very Ooh. eventful couple of episodes. Um, I am assuming that if you are listening to this podcast, then you have either watched the first two episodes of and just like that, 
or you do not plan to and also do not care mm-hmm. uh, uh, about spoilers. So you're here to just hear what happened on the show. Um, yeah. If that does not describe you and instead you are somebody who's like, oh, there's an oh, my God, there's more sex in the city. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, God, they're going to spoil the thing. We are. We're going to tell you what happened in the first two episodes. So now is your last chance. You should turn back. You should go. You should watch the thing. We'll do. We we won't get into like the biggest of spoilers right off the jump here on the podcast, but we'll get to it pretty quickly. Uh, so this is your warning. This is what we're doing. We're taking a little bit of a break from uh, recording our twenty four podcast, which is still coming out regularly on Sundays. Episode mm-hmm. two of the season two of twenty four worst day ever podcast coming your way this Sunday. Uh, but we are going to take a, a moment to uh, step away from from Jack Bauer and I don't know what is what is uh what is Carrie Bradshaw the Jack Bauer of shoes shoes the Jack Bauer of shoes <laughs> CT shoe yeah uh, <laughs> she is she is the Jack Bauer of shoes so we're going to spend some time there just some uh, bona fides real quick Emily Fox tell the people your history with sex in the city So it's an interesting history in that I didn't really watch it at all when it was airing. Um, But when I went to college, it was the last season on HBO that was airing at the time. And I had a friend who lived one door down who made sure that she got a cable box with HBO specifically so she could finish the last season of Sex and the City. And I remember like, I don't know, you're all a bunch of college kids thrown together suddenly from you know separate walks of life and i remember being like wow she's paying for hbo that's kind of crazy she's 18 years old like you know i I wonder if her parents are doing it or whatever and it was a very emotional thing for her to watch like the finale and i remember her coming in and crying and being like it was amazing it was perfect and all of us just being like oh god you know that this isn't real life right like people don't actually exist like this this is a lot of um, pomp and circumstance and 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 make believe it a little crazy. And then they started syndicating it on E, I guess. And I just got sucked in when I was really sick one day. I think I was home with a fever or something. And that's that's it. Uh, just just like, like, that, like that. Just like that, I learned, you know, the the, the ins and outs of Carrie and Samantha and Charlotte and Miranda. Um and, you know, I, I didn't watch it sort of from start to finish uh, chronologically. So I kind of jumped all over the place based on whenever it aired. Uh, but then I remember we were out of college for about a year, I guess, when the first movie premiered. And you and I went to see it in the theaters together. And you didn't really have a ton of knowledge on the show from what um, I remember. I think well- you like knew the basics, but... Yeah, I mean, I had definitely seen a ton of episodes. My thing with Sex in the City is I've never sat down and just watched the whole show yeah. from front to back. But I think that uh, over the course of time and circumstance, I've probably at this point seen, if not every episode, the just about every episode. Yeah. Because it did become a thing, certainly early on in our relationship in New York City mm-hmm. in our early 20s. Uh, this would be a thing that would just be on TV and so we would just watch it. Um, but I think my my most memorable, biggest event uh, surrounding Sex in the City was for sure going and seeing it at, uh, at the time it was my local movie theater. Now it's our local movie theater. Seeing Sex in the City on the big screen, the movie yeah. with you and having a lot of moments where it's like, oh God, oh no, what am I watching? Uh, there are a few standouts. Uh, the whole the whole thing uh, is for me often very cringy. It's yeah. be really, really hard for me to watch. And just like that specifically had a few moments where I was like, oh God, it's just way too much. Uh, a lot of it being how Carrie Bradshaw uh, and specifically Sarah Jessica Parker wields the word podcast Mm -hmm. is very triggering to me as a professional podcaster (laughs) i have to go and do my podcast now uh so carrie no carrie i'm sorry but no uh but i remember watching the movie with you and having a lot of laughs at inappropriate times yeah you and i often tell the story i don't know how often on podcasts we tell on podcasts we tell the story (laughs) about how uh 
uh, a, our first Valentine's Day slash your birthday out of college. I took you to see the Phantom of the Opera mm-hmm. and you and you cracked up at inopportune times. <laughs> Uh, and I was no very regrets. upset about it. I, I know. know you're still uh, upset about it. I am. And for, <laughs> and for me, I think that my fans of the opera for you may have been laughing when, uh, when, when Mr. Big rolls up, uh, he leaves the wedding, then he comes back. I am humiliated when she clobbers him with the bouquet. I laughed at that. No, I did. <laughs> yeah and i think i was crying yeah you're like shut up man uh (laughs) and i even know that uh so the other day you and i were watching the premiere at the same time on opposite coasts and texting each other so it was like we were watching it together Mm -hmm. and things happen and some of these things are upsetting uh and uh then the second episode deals with the upsetting things and I kept making jokes and I got the sense after a while you're like, stop. It's not <laughs> funny anymore. It's gotten sad. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. you'd be correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I know. Uh, so that's kind of my history with this. I've, I've watched it all. I've watched it enough to know uh, about uh, the Russian. I mm-hmm. re- I kn- I've watched enough uh, to remember uh, Burger. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, I've I have yet to break up with uh, a podcast by just ghosting the podcast and leaving a note, Emily. That's not a thing I've Ooh, done yet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, you also know that the second film is trash. It's and trash. We can't even speak of it, really, because it's just that offensive to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I have enough taste to know that Aiden is trash too. Thumbs down, boo, yes. Aiden. Finally, your hot takes coming out. I know people are pissed. They're like, "What? What are you talking about? Aiden's the good one. Aiden's good." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. He's a little baby. He's wow. a little baby. This is you how I feel like about Aiden. Hair. I don't love Aiden. You don't uh, like John, his hair, John Corbett. I don't love him. <laughs> uh, I love how he, how he's like." If you're not going to marry me now, then you're <laughs> never going to marry me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we he's showing to, up in Abu Dhabi. What is this? We need to do like a, a series of you doing impressions of all the men in this show because I think you've got them pegged. I think you've got them all. Yeah. Steve, Miranda, it's Steve. Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I'm still hanging in after all this time. <laughs> Well, Charlotte, it's me, Harry. I don't Harry know. Harry doesn't just... sound like that. <laughs> uh, my, 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 uh, what's his face? My Harry, uh, my Evan Handler needs some work. Yeah, it does. Uh, but I have takes. I definitely do. What's the name of uh, Samantha's beau from the first one? Smith uh, Jarrett. Smith Jarrett, yeah. I remember when Smith shaved his head in solidarity with mm-hmm. Samantha. I remember when Samantha threw the sushi off of her body at or, <laughs> or or put the sushi on her body and then threw the enjoy your California hand roll <laughs> at Smith Jarrett. Um, oh my god. So yeah, I I have a, a I cannot even call it a love-hate relationship with Sex in the City. I definitely love it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, it is often highly problematic. It often is uh, speaking to things and themes and issues on which I cannot reasonably weigh in. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, yeah. just not my turf and not mm-hmm. my place. Uh, but I, I've always thought that the writing was sharp and that it was funny and that the that the chemistry between the actors was always really great uh, and the side characters were often really fun. I couldn't tell you anything about like the arc of the show or anything uh, along those lines. But Sex and the City has always been a fun show for you and me to watch and talk about together. So when an opportunity comes up for uh, there to be new content in the Sex and the City universe, Emily, I do think we owe it to ourselves more than an audience Mm -hmm. to, to talk about it in a formal capacity. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, And just like that, we have given you a little bit of the pedigree of how we feel about Sex in the City, our history with it. Miranda. (laughs) Miranda. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we've read you our Miranda rights. Um, 
And I think it's probably at this point that we're going to start shifting towards the actual new show. It's HBO Max. It's airing on HBO Max on Thursdays. They came out with the first two episodes for premiere day. Uh, I think it's just going to be one episode a week from here on out. But it's, you know, it's set, what, a decade after Sex in the City 2. Sex in the City 2 was what year did that come out? That came out in 2010. So it's a little more than 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim Cattrall was like, hey, I'm out. Yeah. I want and nothing to do with it. It was a pr- pretty public uh, stance that she took. Uh, it kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. We don't really know the ins and outs of her relationship in uh, sort of regard to maybe being upset about the script or feeling like she, you know, they were beating a dead horse by bringing it back for the umpteenth time her interpersonal relationships with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, all. So like, it's kind of hard to gather exactly where the ire comes from without right. being more intimately knowledgeable about why and, and all of the other inner workings behind this. But she is uh, decidedly not part of the show. No, she is not part of the show. She has nothing to do with it. They are figuring out ways to include Samantha in the storyline, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about once we get into deep spoiler territory. Um, so she still looms large over it. But many of the other characters are are still involved in the show. Uh, the other three of the of the core four are involved. Sarah Jessica Parker back as Carrie, obviously Cynthia Nixon as Miranda, Kristen Davis as Charlotte, uh, and then they have a bunch of the various side characters as well. Uh, we've got Steve, Harry, uh, and then they <laughs> added a bunch of new characters as well to round out the cast and make it a little bit more diverse. Yeah, um... yeah. But I think it was hard probably to pitch what the Sex in the City TV sequel was going to be without getting into like the major spoilers because to describe it much more than okay they did they're doing more Sex in the City is the shorthand version of describing what and just like that is right. but it's maybe not the most accurate way of describing what it feels like to watch the show Emily because it takes a very significant turn Ooh. very quickly into the show. And sure so does. here's what we're going to do. We're going to throw it to commercial. We'll give you this last second to hop out. If you don't want to talk about all the spoilers from the first two episodes of And Just Like That, when we come back, we're getting into big spoilers from And Just Like That. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Okay, we're back. We mean it. We're about to do all the things. To the point, Emily, that when I said big spoilers, did you like that? Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Come on. So <laughs> it's called in just like that, uh, which makes a lot of sense with the final line of the first episode. And just like that, Big died. died. They killed Mr. Big. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, they killed him. Carrie killed him. She no. had plenty of time to call 911 <laughs> and she didn't. She watched him just flitter away into the ether on the bathroom floor. He was going to die anyway. Come on. I know. Carrie. This isn't Carrie's fault. So many things no. are. I don't no. think this one is. No, I know. But the way in which she pauses and he's definitely still alive does, you know, make everybody a little uncomfortable. Everyone I've talked to who've wa- who's watched it so far has been like, she had time. Like, she could have pulled her phone out. <laughs> They killed Mr. Big. That's so wild. That isn't this show. Uh, I know. So, so what, and just like that ends up being, Emily, is I a guess funeral. it's going to be, <laughs> it, I guess it's going it, to, you know, we thought it was going to be, yeah, like a big party. And instead it's a funeral. So the show is going to be uh, it, the exploration of Carrie in her 50s as a widow. That's yeah. the show. That's mm-hmm. what we, did we want that, Emily? Would Were we happier to just like, yeah, Abu Dhabi sucked and Sex of the City 2 was trash, but should we have left it there while John James Preston was alive? <laughs> I mean, it's tough. I think they're trying to go for some realness here for a change, um, but it feels so painfully woke in so many different ways. And I know that like they're trying to take some of the criticism that they've got over the years to heart, in trying to expand, you know, the character development a little bit more, have different people of color be on there. They um, have it. They've uh, they've done that behind the scenes as well. Yeah. I know is that it's a you know if it was a really whitewashed show in the making of it in the past that well, they yeah have, it's on the Upper East Side. <laughs> but yeah, you know that they've they've tried to they've endeavored to yeah. to make those changes behind the scenes in the writing staff and producers mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but killing off a massive character and it not being Samantha first off is, is pretty interesting. <laughs> um, Cause like they even make that joke at the beginning, right? Where they're like, she's no longer with us. And everyone's like, <gasps> and then she's like, they're like, no, she's just not our friend anymore. And like, I, I feel like a little weird cause it seems almost kind of catty the way that they wrote it in, but I guess you kind of get what you pay for with some of this stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, killing off big, uh, we knew he had a heart condition from the TV series. So it's not that wild to like, it's not out of nowhere presume. Yeah. That that might bubble up again sometime, but now Peloton is very upset. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the, the, if you, if you're just listening to the podcast and you're not watching the show, so what happens is Carrie and Mr. Big, they're still married after all of this time. They seem very happy. They're cooking fish together. Uh, <laughs> she didn't salt it enough, by the way. I believe that that's He was correct. like, that's enough. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. Uh, well, maybe for someone with a heart condition, it was enough. <laughs> wow, touche. <laughs> Indeed, but for someone with a heart condition, perhaps it was too much uh, is a possibility. Uh, they talk about masturbation. Uh, yeah, I mean that felt really out of left field. Where I was one like, of no, the, no, no, <laughs> one of the final moments that Carrie and Big share together is Carrie saying, "Masturbate for me, Mister Big." Uh, I don't know if that is a direct quote. I don't think it is. <laughs> Masturbate for me. Uh, I think Can I'm sorry. That that's again? but that's effectively what happens. They're talking about it. She says, "I wanna, I wanna know what it's like when you do it." He goes, "Okay, here we go." And it's this really weird, cheeky scene that uh, no one asked for. That no one asked for. But it is like I know it's very odd to then follow this. Up. Like it's kind of a cute moment between the two of them. You know, excuse me. They're happy. They're happy. Like they're having. You know, this is their life. This is what happens well, behind closed like, doors. Yeah, it seems like things have have been smoothed over with them for some time now. They look very comfortable in their routines, but still keep it fresh and spicy. Let's put it yeah. that way. That's what I'm saying. So I okay. think it's 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 nice. That's me as Steve. Uh, 
<laughs> Steve is in the Watching armoire. from the corner. He's <laughs> in the armoire the whole time. They forgot I was here. Uh, they invited me over, and then I couldn't get out of the closet. Uh, so that's happening. And then they have this place in the Hamptons, and they're trying to go, but there's a piano recital for Lily, Charlotte's daughter, uh, and they're both invited, and, uh, and Carrie's going to go, and Mr. Big as he's wont to do is totally not going to go. Yeah. Uh, and Classic instead, move. and instead is going to, to mark his 1000th ride uh, on a Peloton bike. And this isn't like a Peloton stand in. It is literally a Peloton class. He's taking on his Peloton bike uh, <laughs> that he is going to, he is going to take that class. And while the piano recital is happening and while Lily is absolutely killing it yeah, on stage crushing crushing her recital piece uh, just doing an incredible job we are juxtaposed with that music and that scene with mr big struggling on the peloton bicycle uh and when he's done he's clutching his chest and he texts carrie and says carrie let's go to the hamptons tonight because they pushed their trip to the hamptons and then she comes home and finds mr big in the shower with his clothes on and he has suffered a major uh, heart attack and mm -hmm. he dies in her arms. And it's shocking and really, really, really upsetting. Uh, yeah. This is, this is a, a, a huge, huge swing. And like you said, I think it's kind of surprising. Chris Noth clearly was down to come back. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they'll have a bunch of flashbacks. <laughs> He was like really game to come back. He's very yeah. Mr. Big when he's in the, you know, throughout his time in the episode. Mm -hmm. um, I believe Michael Patrick King, the the creator of the show uh, or the developer of, of this show. I think Darren Starr gets the initial credit, but Michael Patrick King has been associated with it for, for with the franchise for so long. Uh, said in an interview that Chris Noth is like, they were like, hey, Chris, do you want to come back and die as Mr. Big? He's like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> and so they like worked together to kind of develop the story because his death is going to inform the entirety of what's to come next. Mm, okay. uh, so eventually he got on board. He but... has another twin brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has this <laughs> random older brother who we've never seen. Yeah, right? he does have a random older brother. But what if he has a twin also <laughs> named like yeah. Jake? Uh, yeah. Or it's uh, instead Jake of John Joseph. No, ins instead of John James Preston, it's James John. <laughs> they just flipped it. They flipped it. Uh, but he was like, sure, okay, uh, I guess I'll come back. But like, th if they're holding out for uh, for for what's her name, uh, Kim Cattrall, she's not coming back. Nah. Uh, and so she's not coming back. And you're already getting used to coming back to the Sex of the City world and not having a key ingredient in Samantha there. And then they're like, hold my dirty martini, you dirty bastard. And yeah. then they killed off Mr. Big. It's kind of like we're making a gluten-free, dairy-free cake. <laughs> that's that's hard to do, as you yeah. can attest. I mean, it can be tasty, but like we're very used to the normal ingredients. So like, how are we gonna take this? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I mean, <laughs> uh it was powerful. And then, you know, you really do need this two episode debut. Can you imagine if they had just ended the episode there and you had to wait a week for follow up? There you... would have been an uproar to be. Oh, gosh. Honest. I yeah, mean, I, we... I think that there silently is anyway, because everyone's just like, whoa, what do we do now? I think people are upset. I yeah. think people are upset because it's like, okay, I'm excited to go back to the world. And then they kill Mr. Big right away. Uh, and then at least they give you the funeral episode right after. So you mm -hmm. have some space to be with the characters and uh, deal with some of the fallout. Uh, and uh, perhaps you, the audience member, are crying more than Carrie, though probably not as much as Charlotte is. Yeah. Uh, and so like you have some space to sort of process what just happened, but it's, you know, whether or not it's going to work long term and like make this a worthwhile show to, to dig into remains to be seen. But as far as, uh, a very bold thing to do, you know, quality assessment aside, Emily, this was a bold choice. It was a bold choice, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for them. Yeah, this was a go big or go home. <laughs> I didn't really realize yeah. that, that was going to be part of a joke and a pun. Um, but 
I I'm interested to see where this goes because I mean it's so formulaic otherwise if you kind of keep to the same things like what was going to be the thing that brought everybody back together and and kind of told their stories in a new framework it might need it might have needed to be somebody dying um but yeah this is a significant blow to the cast um but I, I was down to come back how do you kill off a guy who was willingly to I told I'm, you I'm, they're they're I'm definitely happy to be back. I know, I know. I'm I have to wonder if there's gonna be a lot of flashbacks or something so that he's got something to do. I hope um, so. I hope so. But or or maybe like Carrie starts seeing him in her dreams or something. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh, and so she's like uh he's like uh the the ghost. Yeah. He's he's like uh ghost deb in uh Dexter terms. Uh yeah, <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Um, but it's yeah, it's really sad. They were happy, and so there's no drama there. They're so yeah. happy, and then he's gone. It's really depressing. Um, it was horrible. Yeah, I I definitely still kept making jokes because so many other things are happening, like uh, uh, like Miranda going up against Che. And be like, don't you dare smoke pot with my kid. And then they also just yeah. have to have like the awkward hangout afterwards. I was and like Brady just time. having a ton of sex with his uh, girlfriend, which is just too much. I can't. I, yeah. I want to I want to throw up. It's yeah. too much. That's a child. I can't. I don't want to no. watch that. I don't want to hear about the condoms in the bedroom. No, I don't want to know any of this stuff. All of it's horrible. Um, Brady, Brady's just banging. Yeah, uh, it's too much. It's Miranda too much. just like constantly word vomiting and making all sorts of assumptions and being just totally not politically correct oh, yeah. and offensive to you know a multitude of different people. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> even Doc, though she's trying Dr. To, Wallace. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to be correct and in doing so, just talking her way off of a cliff. Basically, I love when she stops the the Chucky doll attack in the subway. <laughs> And she's like, I didn't know if that was a white savior moment or not. And Dr. Wallace is like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't any kind of savior will do moment. <laughs> that was really good. I yeah. liked that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was jokes, jokes, jokes leading up to to the to the death of Mr. Big. And then Mr. Big died. And I am just scrolling back and looking. I have to go through a lot. We've been texting a lot uh, since we've been uh, apart yeah. from each other. You've been sending me video caps of the movies you've been watching. <laughs> so Sorry. I'm just I'm just having to scroll past Jack Nicholson cutting Diane Keaton's shirt off of her in yeah. Something's Gotta Give. She loved a turtleneck in that movie. What do you want? Um, uh, but I, I recall our text cadence diminishing in the second episode because mm -hmm. there was just... All right, I'm holding my breath. I got to watch all of this stuff. It's very sad. Well, I think for me, it got uh, doubly sad with the uh, introduction of Willie Garson back into the into the cast because yes, uh, yes. he passed Stanford away. In, yes. Stanford Blatch, for people Stanford who don't know. Stanford Blatch. He passed away in real life in September. So it's very bittersweet to see him uh you know acting alongside everybody like everything's fine when in reality like he passed away just a few months after this was filmed so uh that's kind of tough to watch for me uh, yeah. especially in a funeral setting on on the show it's just it feels like a little weird yeah uh what's his character's husband's name uh anthony Anthony, yeah. Um, there's the, there's this really touching moment between Stanford and Anthony. Uh, the you know the morning after they've been in a big fight, and obviously they've both gotten the news about Big, uh, and they're in the the uh, the apartment together, and they hug, and they're like I, like they're so grateful and lucky to be with each other, mm -hmm. and that was really brutal to watch, knowing that uh, Willie Garson had died. Um, apparently, Sarah Jessica Parker was the only actor who who knew this is from an interview with Cynthia Nixon. She was the only actor who knew that Willie Garson was um, uh, uh, battling cancer. Okay. Um, and then over time, it became clear to a point where, you know, everybody was able to talk about it. Um, but yeah, he, he tragically died uh, very young. And I was watching that scene with Stanford and Anthony being like, no, they're going to have to deal with this too at some yeah. point. And like, that really bums me out. I, I, I loved Stanford as a character. You ran into him once in New York. Yeah. I, I saw know him early one day. on. <laughs> yeah. And so like, that's one of your, your, uh, you know, treasured 
New York City celebrity sightings. Uh, oh, my from... God. I used to write them down because I was yeah. always thinking it was so cool to see everybody. And now it's like I saw Bobby Carnival buying a Christmas tree with his kid about 20 minutes ago before we started <laughs> podcasting today. And I'm like, yeah, it just happens now. Yeah. Bobby Carnival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so that that's really sad but yeah just seeing the way that all the characters are are sort of uh handling the fallout of it yeah and even and even seeing the like the funeral footage they do the the in memoriam video uh and there's all this footage of chris actually chris noth as a kid and it's very effective and i'm like well he's not dead chris noth is okay yeah but it is wild to exist in a world of sex in the city where big is gone uh that is mm-hmm. big it, it, that's my big in a box right like that's what she says like he's in the box i'm mad about this i love that moment from carrie when she's freaking out and I'm just so mad at the end of episode two yeah uh i thought was was really really good but um it's just it's crazy to consider uh and so i hope that uh i hope that the juice is worth the squeeze on this i definitely had moments watching the episode where i was totally cringing and a lot of it felt, uh, to your point of just like trying to be modern, uh, you know, for the sake of we know we we didn't, you know, we, we missed a lot of opportunities when the show was on. We want to do better. Um, but I think a lot of those characters, too, are starting to be very fun and interesting mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, they don't, uh, seem, they don't seem one dimensional, which is a nice departure from, I think, other times when Sex and the City tried to do stuff like that in the past. Yeah. Yeah, um, they feel like full fledged people that actually, you know, have a little bit of meat on their bones in terms of storylines. So I'm excited to continue watching uh, to see how that turns out. But yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> stuff where you're like, yeah, what are we trying to do here? Like, this is a, a, a toothsome script that perhaps is a little too bulky for this specific scene or like you know someone's trying a little too hard to put this in i don't know we're gonna see it might it might get a little easier to watch as we keep going but it it might it might um did you so he dies riding a peloton bicycle did you see that peloton had uh thoughts about this Yeah, they're upset yeah (laughs) and the stock went down Um, uh, there's an LA, the LA times got the quote from Dr. Suzanne Steinbaum, a preventative cardiologist and member of Peloton's health and wellness advisory. Council. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, uh, I am going to read her comment. Uh, this is what Dr. Suzanne Steinbaum said to the Los Angeles times. She says, I'm sure that sex in the city fans like me are saddened <laughs> by the news. <laughs> I'll start over, but that is worth stopping down on. Like Uh, me. I'm sure that Sex of the City fans, like me, are saddened by the news that Mr. Big dies of a heart attack. Mr. Big lived what many would call an extravagant lifestyle, (laughs) including cocktails, cigars, and big steaks. Unbelievable. And was at serious risk as he had a previous cardiac event in Mm -hmm. season six. Uh, (laughs) This is a real statement? Yes. This from the Los Angeles Times. It's legit. Uh, Ferragamo. Um, (laughs) These lifestyle choices and perhaps even his family history, which often is a significant factor, were the likely cause of his death. Riding his Peloton bike may have even helped delay his cardiac event. Uh, The statement continues, more than 80% of all cardiac-related deaths are preventable through lifestyle, diet, and exercise modifications. And while 25% of heart attacks each year are in patients who already had one, like Mr. Big, even even then they are very, very treatable. The lesson here is know your numbers, uh, which is uh, hyperlinked. Where does it take you when you click the link? Well, I'll click it and I'll report back. Uh, It's always important to talk to your doctor, get tested, and have a healthy prevention strategy. The good news is Peloton helps you track heart rate while you ride so you can do it safely. So Peloton coming out uh, with uh, Dr. Suzanne Steinbaum, Sex in the City fan, to weigh in on the history of Mr. Big from the show. She's got the receipts. She shows up here. It's like he had a previous heart attack in season six. And he does love the cocktail cigars and big steaks. Can you just believe that someone had to reach out to be like, hey, Suzanne, like we need you to make a statement. Um, things are bad. 
And she's yeah. like, this is a fictional character. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need you to get out in front of this, Suzanne. Dr. Steinbaum, will you do this? Well, I have to imagine that Peloton was aware that they were part of this series, right? I don't, I don't know. Like, it's um, like someone holding up a can of Coke and drinking it on a TV show. I, I would assume so, but yeah. uh, it's a, unless they had sort of the follow-up plan of the press release after, it doesn't feel, I mean, any PR is good PR, and this isn't going to stop, so. this isn't going to stop, you know, the hundreds and thousands of Peloton users. No, not at all. People freaking love Peloton. Um, and also, yeah, I think it's actually probably pretty true that most people don't get a heart attack from like working out if they are doing it sensibly. It, it, and like, if anything, that probably helped him to like get a little bit heart healthier. But I don't know. We are not doctors. We cannot say. No, uh, but it is, and it is a little silly that any of this needed to be explained. It is It is certainly not to make light of uh, of heart health and, of and, and cardiac issues. And that link does send you to uh, goredforwomen.org and a link that says know your numbers and gives um, important information about uh, uh, important numbers that uh, people should know about their bodies, uh, blood pressure, BMI. BMI, all of this stuff. Um, ah, yes, and, the trusty BMI measure. <laughs> yeah, uh, and not not to make light of it, we're just we're obviously supremely unqualified to to weigh in on on that stuff on a serious level. Other than to say the fact that Peloton had to had to weigh yeah, like, in that's is, so wild, is wild. Is yeah. wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Um, I have to tell you, Emily, mm -hmm. if if Mr. Big is dying so that they can find a way where they don't have to have Carrie and Big break up again so that she can end up with Aiden, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to explode. <laughs> I'm going to be furious if that Pete, is where this is going. Do you think Pete the dog is still alive? Is that Was that their dog? I don't remember. That Pete was his dog. dog. Pete! Remember Pete gets lost in the street and she has to go look for him because oh, she's right. having an affair with Big? Right. Um, I swear to God... If this is the inroad to, to Aiden coming back, he didn't even have the temerity to show up at the funeral or even send flowers. So get lost with Aiden. I don't want any Aiden in my and just like Well, that. what was what was the tweet I sent you last night? It was something to the extent of like watch Pete Davidson end up in this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if yeah. Carrie starts dating Pete Davidson, that's it. That's the end. Are you excited for Carrie to start dating again? Inevitably, that's going to be where this goes. One would say that she does not seem ready to be back out on the market so soon. Well, um, I wonder, how are they going to time jump? Is there going to be any time jumping that goes down? I do wonder if that'll be the case, because how many episodes are there altogether? Do we know that? Uh, I think it's going to be 10. Okay. Um, I do think that there was this uh, scene in the preview for the next episode, or for the season. It was like a season preview. Yeah. Uh, that Carrie's boss was like, you're so Social media numbers are down, Carrie. And everyone's like, <laughs> and everyone's like, I don't know if you know this, but she just, you know, lost her husband. And the boss, like, I, I'm really sorry for your loss. Get those Instagram posts up now. Unbelievable. Uh, so, so hard to live in this time. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how far into the into the future will go. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready for like. Carrie cannot be in a serious relationship by the end of this season. I'm not ready for that, Emily. I don't no. think Carrie will be either, realistically. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, unless it's an old flame. The Russian. Wait, Candace Bergen's going to come back? Probably, right? Who was she? She was her one of her uh, representatives. She was her editor at Vogue. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, could be. Do you think if uh could it do you want to do a boyfriend draft? Should we try and figure out which of the past boyfriends will show up first? <sighs> Who do you I think, think the I think the Russian's going to send a letter. <laughs> How old is he now? He's old. Yeah, very old. I would, um, I would expect old. I swear if Burger comes back, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. Don't hate me. Like, I can't do that. No, I think most people hate Burger. I yeah. think that I. That would I, be such an unpopular I, thing to do. 
if I like Burger at all, it's because I really like Ron Livingston as an actor. Right. Uh, but Burger's trash for sure. What if Skipper from season one comes in and oh, he's like, God. "Remember, I used to love Miranda, but Carrie, it was always you." Whatever <laughs> you happened? Whatever happened to Skipper? They just wrote him out. Everyone's like, "I don't care." They're like, "This isn't working. <laughs> this isn't working for us." Uh, what about um? Uh, who would be? Oh, Dean Winters, uh, oh. Ryan O'Reilly, mayhem like me. Uh, mm-hmm. didn't didn't he and Carrie have a have a little bit of a thing? Yeah, just like a one night stand, I think. Uh, so maybe they used to. I think they used. Well, not to... a one night stand. They hooked up for like an episode. Yeah, bring Dean Winters back. Mm. Uh, maybe they could have. Uh, uh, who's the actor who plays uh, John Slattery, Sterling Cooper? Yeah. What if David Duchovny came back? Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. The truth yeah. is out there somewhere. <laughs> John, St- uh, was it John Sterling? I thought uh, you were going to say John Stamos. And I was like, no. <laughs> was John Slattery the one, His wasn't he? He was his the politician. Who was into the golden showers, yes. right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Was he dating Carrie or Samantha? He was dating Carrie. Okay. Uh, she had to take the ferry. Yeah. In that episode. Inevitably, Emily, it's going to be Aiden, and I'm I I need to start bracing myself for it. It might not be. Everyone loves Aiden too, so this is this is my takes are not representative of the greater sex. I kind of feel like you hate all of the men in this show. You hate Evan. You hate Evan Handler's character. Like you hate Harry. I do. You've always hated Harry so much. I do. I hate Harry. There's like no real reason for you to. There's a, there's the scene in this episode where they're skating down the hallway and he's got the helmet on and he's putting his dirty hands all over the walls. Uh, it's like stop it, man. Act <laughs> act your age. <laughs> he's just trying to be fun and playful with his tomboy daughter. I know. Daughter. I know. He's good. He's a good dad. He's a good husband. Poor Rose being forced to wear Oscar De La Renta when she just wants to wear a normal outfit. Yeah. For a uh, tween. And she wore like the Adventure Time uh, hoodie. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, but no, he he's fine. He's you know I most of my baggage with Evan Handler is from Lost because he's a prominent role in an episode that I don't like that much. Got it. Uh, Got it. Or I I've turned on the episode a little bit, but I still don't like Dave. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I uh, and Steve I laugh at. Steve cracks me up. Uh, Miranda. Yeah. Steve is taking a page from uh, from Hawkeye, the TV show, the Marvel show, Emily, uh, where uh, Hawkeye is uh, he we, we learned over the course of the show that he's um, uh, hard of hearing. And so oh, okay. he has a hearing aid as well. Uh, so two prominent uh, characters in pop culture showing up um, this uh, this month uh, with uh, with that uh, storyline baked in as well. Um, I like Steve. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how things are going to work out for Miranda and Steve. I got the sense that they're starting to set up a little bit of a maybe romance with Miranda and Che. I don't know if I was the only one who is feeling that at all as a possibility. I was saying to you that I have uh, some heavy skepticism about how much they have her drinking in the first two episodes. You're concerned about Miranda's drinking. (laughs) She keeps ordering Chablis. Uh, No, it just seems a little weird and, and forced. Uh, in the ways in which she does drink. And I do wonder if they're like trying to set up some sort of thing where she has a problem or she needs to, you know, cut back or something like that. Okay. I hope uh, that's not the case, but it, it does feel just like too much of a, 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 a thing. Yeah. You know, we can keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I want to spend less time in the Brady Hobbs household for obvious reasons. <laughs> It's too much. Uh, and also Miranda and, and getting her master's degree and just like, oh, I'm like, yeah. Miranda, stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Niall Cunningham, who is the actor who plays Brady, uh, is the original uh, the original actor who played him, right? Yeah, I that's, think? What I was, that's what I was no, saying. No, 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 no. Okay, no. No. Uh, Joseph Pupo previously played the character okay i'm glad that at the very least i don't have to watch like that kid who played him previously grow up to be doing this stuff <laughs> and i i don't know i just am feeling very buttoned up about the whole thing 
I'm feeling very much like Carrie on a podcast. I'm feeling you don't very, want to divulge too much. Very much like Carrie on a podcast. I'm feeling very prude about the whole thing. Uh, and I, I don't like it. I don't want to see it. Um, are we getting a sense of a real storyline for Charlotte? Uh, um, I think it's going to sort of probably fork off into sort of her with Lily and then. She's like good character. friends with yeah. Nicole Ari Parker's character. Right. Yeah. Lisa. So, yeah, I feel like that's going to sort of buoy her. Yeah. Is that sort of new storyline. Yeah. Which is I interesting. Yeah. I liked her. I liked yeah, her. I really liked her in this. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was a fresh face and like very interesting and fun perspective to have. Uh, and I want to see more. So like that felt great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it is interesting. Eat, like Eating the rogue uh, French fry. Well, listen, a French fry is a French fry. And that's kind of how yeah. I feel about it, too. So I was like, yes, I love this woman. I would like to see more of her. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed all of that. Samantha's in London. So that's their explanation. It's wild that here we are at the end of the podcast, at the end of the fir- at the podcast, the end of this one, uh, at the end of the first two episodes of And Just Like That. And I think that smart money, Emily, would have been going into this thing being like, well, the first thing we're going to talk about is how is the show without Samantha? Yeah. And it's the last thing we'll talk about because they killed Mr. Big. <laughs> So I read somewhere, I can't remember where, because I've just been absorbing all of the the feedback from everybody uh, just collectively towards the first two episodes. But someone was like, do you think she went full Annabelle Bronstein? She just decided to commit (laughs) and steal the identity of that woman totally and move to London. (laughs) Yeah, she's in London because uh, there was a friend breakup because the book market was what it was. And so Carrie let her go as her publicist and she took that personally. Mm. And so she left and she didn't return any calls, no text messages. She's icing out uh, Charlotte and Miranda as well. Uh, And Carrie even says, I apologized multiple times, but we do get Samantha as a cameo in the form of flowers for the funeral. Yeah. Which I thought was sort of a touching moment. Um, altogether but yeah it does feel thinly veiled like everybody's kind of pissed at each other in real life so let's write it that way on on the show as well yeah (laughs) um so that it's a little uncomfortable i have to say i don't know that they're gonna get her back and i feel like they're kind of thinking like we're gonna get her back i don't know that they're i don't know that you're gonna get her back i don't know that she wants to be in on this imagine if she did come back though yeah what would that uh, even be like? That would be crazy. I don't know. She'd come back and do all sorts of stuff. Uh, she would. <laughs> she would go on the podcast. Yeah, she would. She'd be a great podcast host. I bet um, she listens to every episode of the podcast. She probably does. Um, Miranda draws the line at podcasts. This is sort of how you treat me sometimes. Listen, <laughs> I hear more... most of your podcasts. Yeah, They're just on one-sided the on the other side of the yeah. door. <laughs> yeah, the more accurate one would be, this is Kevin Mahadeo, uh, who famously does not listen to any of the podcasts that we put out here on Post Show Recaps, <laughs> despite being our superhero correspondent wow, on the network. Wow, dragged. He'll never know. He'll never know. Unless someone narks. Yeah, that's true. And then he'll know. Um, and just like that, do you like that this is a different show than Sex in the City, specifically with the title? There's not, there's not that there's none of it, but there's very little in the way of Carrie's narration. They save it for the ends of the episodes, it seems like. Yeah, and I, I do like the way that they thread some of the music from the movie, uh, the first movie into this too. That kind of gives it a familiar feel, even though it's a different vibe. Um, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I feel comfortable. Listen, we've all gotten older. We've yeah. all grown out of like like if it was trying to do exactly the same thing, it would get dragged for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's better for it to be a derivative of the original, but also have its own moments and be a little bit more modernized. Are we taking it to the next level in terms of modernizing? Yes. Does it feel a little forced and difficult sometimes? Absolutely. But it's super watchable uh, and pretty enjoyable to be back in this sphere of uh, characters again. So I had fun. Uh, yeah, me too. Part of a big part of it was just the the live texting with you was 
extremely yeah. fun. Definitely uh, a lot of commentary that I would not. Uh, I'll be carrying, not uh, share all of my takes on the podcast. Yeah, uh, but uh, it was it was very fun. Uh, it was also super sad and unexpectedly so. Uh, yes. and it, it ran a gamut. Uh, it was not uneventful. You no. know, I, I appreciated that it, uh, it came out with a perspective and now the question is, you know, will that perspective carry ha the day moving forward? You know, was it, was it worth it? We'll have, you know, eight episodes to see like what is, so, you know, it's effectively a two episode premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we know what the show is actually about. It's about, you know, carry after this, uh, tremendous this big loss literally yep uh and what does her life look like after that it's an unimaginable thing you and i were talking a little bit afterwards but like i can't even think about this you yeah know, this is so upsetting uh yeah like how would we react to it yeah so upsetting. Not well so not upsetting. good bob <laughs> not good doesn't look good doesn't look good uh, it would be bad uh so it's a it's it's effective it's evocative uh i'm sure that there's a lot of people who uh, are watching the show now who were, you know, you know, of, of a same age as uh, these actors and, you know, uh, have have grown with these characters and um, even people who are younger and people who are older, who I think will, will feel seen by the storyline. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that they do a good job with it and that they tell, uh, you know, a good emotional story and one that is worthy of the, you know, decision to get rid of, uh, not a character that everybody loved for sure. You know, he's certainly, no, he's, he's definitely uh, a hard pill to swallow at times, but this is part of the canon of the show. So to like eliminate a huge fraction of it is pretty crazy. So it, it, it's gotta be uh, worthwhile in terms of uh, what is the story going to look like, but also are you going to handle it responsibly emotionally? Uh, was it Susan Sharon who was like, am I the only one who remembers how awful he was to her? I love that. I love that. She's such a good cameo in this. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. S- Susan Sharon. I'd forgotten about Susan Sharon. I had to. I apparently forgot. Apparently Carrie did as well because they were in some kind of fight <laughs> that Carrie doesn't remember. I mean, it is what it is, right? Um. All right. I mean, I think it's not quite an hour of talking about Sex in the City, but that's uh, the promise fulfilled. Yes. Uh, we, we did talk- it. We talked about Sex in the City on a podcast. We warned you we would do it. Maybe and we'll do it like again. That, we did it. And just like that, we did it. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Who knows? Um, Emily Fox, uh, we've got Worst Day Ever coming out every week. Mm -hmm. We're in season two right now. We have recorded through, I believe, episode five as it stands. Um, We are also recording this podcast on December 11th, a couple uh, of uh, just a day, actually, before the succession finale drops. You'll be on the feedback show with me this week to talk it all through. I will. So more Emily Fox coming to your ears on post-show recaps with regularity, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, letter grade for the end, just like that premiere. We get an A. Okay, we get an A. We get an A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why not an A plus? Because they killed Mr. Big? Yeah, it's really upsetting. <laughs> uh-huh. Fair. Totally fair. Yeah. Um, all right, follow Emily. She's on Twitter at Emilet. That's like an omelet with an E. I'm at Round Howard. Uh, we will be back with more podcasts together on the worst day ever feed. Uh, and who knows? Let us know. Did you like the and just like that podcast? Would you want to hear more? Send me an email, Josh at postshowrecaps.com or tweet at both of us at Round Howard at Emilet or sound off in the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord at patreon.com slash post show recaps if you want more we will see what we can do uh i think at least a finale recap we could probably do fox yeah definitely um okay that's it that's the podcast and just like that there was no more and just like that (laughs) podcast okay round two name something that's not boring laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.